Welcome to the second episode where we are going to be talking about Confucius. Um, as we talked about in the previous episode, Confucius was living and teaching during the Warring States period, so he is really concerned both about bringing about change in yourself and in your social situation and reacting to change gracefully. Confucius felt like self-cultivation was our best bet to becoming great people, but also to achieving social change. Essentially, the self-cultivated person, or the junza, is able to move through life always acting particularly appropriate to specific situations. For Confucius, bringing about change in yourself through the process of cultivation is also the best way to better prepare yourself to act appropriately and with particularity in each changing situation. To become a well-cultivated person, you need to recognize that it is a process, pick an exemplar, follow ritual, and act with appropriateness and particularity. This process takes a lot of work. It doesn't happen overnight. Confucius even mentions that it took his whole lifetime. But really importantly, acknowledging that self-cultivation is a process, we are acknowledging that we are constantly moving through that process, meaning that we are constantly changing. You never see a moment twice, but sometimes we don't always notice some of the subtler changes that go on in our lives, which makes it even more difficult to move through the big ones. Reflecting and thinking about your self-cultivation also helps you to understand, recognize, and experience the subtler changes throughout your process. In the next portion of this episode, we are going to bring Lauren and Melina on, who are both graduating in a week, to talk about how they have used exemplarism and ritual, two of Confucius's main elements for cultivating the self throughout their college careers. Hello, so now I have Melina and Lauren here with me. Hi. Hello. And we're going to be talking about exemplarism, which is one of Confucius's favorite ways to work on cultivating yourself. In Analect 417, he advises, When you see someone who is worthy, concentrate upon becoming their equal. When you see someone who is unworthy, use this as an opportunity to look within yourself. Melina, who have you looked up to over the course of your college career? What made them worthy? So when I was a freshman in college, there was a senior on the rowing team, and she was the captain. And we grew pretty close over the course of the year, and... During that time, she showed me how to navigate through college and balance student-athlete life and like how to manage your time very well, like according to your practice schedule and like according to your classes and things like that. Um, and she showed me that stuff as well as how to be a leader and how to be a friend and, and kind of embracing people on the team as well as outside of the team when they needed you. Yeah, that's really cool. I knew Molly too, and she was definitely a good exemplar to look up to and provided a lot of good virtuous traits um, and definitely a good person to remember. Lauren, you mentioned having an exemplar that might have showed you what not to do, but still helped you learn. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, so a person that comes to mind is my older brother, Alex. He took about eight years to finish college because he just wasn't that interested and did not care about school that much. I have definitely looked up to him but I did not make the mistake he did and I really buckled down and studied hard and made it through college in four years. Yep, that's really good. Glad we're getting out in a week, right? Right. (laughs) Um, How do you guys think that your exemplars will help you to move through your transition out of college and adjust to that change in your life afterwards? Um, I think that for me, Molly kind of jumped right into the business world. She was a business major and she was able to secure a spot and a pretty high up um, clothing company. And so she set a goal for herself as what she wanted to get to over the course of her time at this clothing place. And since then she's kind of made her ranking step 
steps up the like corporate ladder each and like every year I see her like continue to grow further and further and that's kind of showed me how I'm I want to do pursue like my life outside of that after college so really the importance of setting goals and using those to kind of work through what life post-grad is like and uh, working on these steps step by step to achieve what you want right yeah that all sounds really great so just as Confucius is really concerned about exemplarism he also uses ritual uh, which or Lee, uh, to help us cultivate ourselves and in order to help cultivate the right feelings. For Confucius, ritual can mean anything from typical greetings, like shaking hands and saying hello, to elaborate ceremonies like communion or graduation. Rituals are the little social grammars that often mark some sort of transition in our lives, whether it be small, like meeting someone new, or big, like graduating from college or getting married. What matters most to Confucius is the attitude by which you approach ritual and not the details of a ritual itself. He's not asking you to do these elaborate ceremonies. He's asking you to cultivate the right feelings that these ceremonies ask for. He calls this the harmonious ease in Analect 112, which I will read for you. When it comes to the practice of ritual, it is harmonious ease that is to be valued. It is precisely such harmony that makes the way of the formal king so beautiful. If you merely stick rigidly to ritual in all matters, great and small, there will remain that which you cannot accomplish. Yet, if you know enough to value harmonious ease, but try to attain it without being regulated by the rites, this will not work either. So ritual, when used right, is essentially a tool to help you cultivate the right feelings and intentions. These rituals, by cultivating the right feelings, can help us perceive subtle changes and transformations in our lives so that when big changes happen, we can cope with them better. Lauren, on the water polo team, I know that your team has a ritual of choosing specific quotes for the week to set your intention. Can you tell me a little bit about that ritual? Yeah, so each week we have one individual on the team get a quote and say it in front of the team before practice. This quote helps an intention, sets an intention for the week and helps us to adapt to any changes in training. Yeah, that's super cool and can be really useful in reminding you to bring yourself back to the goal because you guys have a really long season and so I can see how something small every week like that can really help you to adapt to each week. Mm -hmm. Um, So Confucius is also really concerned about or really uh, values music uh, in helping to achieve ritual because music is... uh, a really good tool to unite everyone's feelings about a certain thing and help cultivate the correct feelings surrounding a typical idea. Um, to borrow from the Hosier lyric, it's not the song, it's the singing. Um, and I know, Melina, music plays a really important role in your exercise routine. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So during my workouts, um, it's pretty essential for me to listen to music in order to have a good workout and achieve the success that I want. Um, and the type of music that I listen to is also an important part of that. Um, for cardio workouts, I choose a more fast-paced playlist that'll get me pumped up and ready. And when I do weightlifting and things like that, I listen to an intense but slower-paced type of playlist. Very cool. So these types of playlists with this beat and this intention really helps you to remind you to cultivate the right feelings when you're exercising. And also, do you think it might help you to observe certain changes in your exercise routine and like maybe improvements? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. definitely. Very cool. So I also want to bring up a fun ritual of completion that we have. So every quarter, the three of us go to um, Chacho's, which is a Mexican restaurant after we've all finished our finals. Um, this is a really simple ritual of completion, but we all really look forward to it, and it's really fun. And 
a meal with, you know, some tacos and a margarita can sometimes be enough to help you realize that, wow, 10 weeks have gone by. Like a lot has happened um, since we've done this last. And it can help you to reflect on the changes that have happened, but then also it assists in that transition into the next quarter. Yeah, that's always a fun time for me. Using exemplars in ritual can help us to recognize the changing environment around us so that we can act with appropriateness to each particular situation. It can be really hard to recognize the particular details of a, a situation, especially if you haven't been trying to recognize the changes of doubt and improve your perception. Confucius wants us to recognize the minute changes in our daily lives so that we can act appropriately in particular and often difficult situations. These appropriate actions are best done with Wu Wei, which roughly translates to effortless action. Wu Wei is the art of being able to act appropriately with seemingly no effort, like the harmonies of a song. But Wu Wei and appropriateness are not easy things to achieve, and in our effort to reflect on the changes of the last four years so that we can better handle the next four, let's talk about where we really screwed up and totally misjudged a situation and acted inappropriately. Um, so the first thing that comes to my mind was as a freshman, I went to the Santa Clara Review publication party and I completely misjudged what the event was going to be. I showed up in shorts and a t-shirt and everyone was wearing dresses and ties and I had my backpack, my giant backpack full of books. I was already embarrassed and so I start sweating because I'm nervous and I'm wearing a white t-shirt and then I talked to a professor that I hadn't had but um, really liked and he was involved with the review and just totally bumbled the entire conversation, like forgot to shake his hand, screwed the whole thing up. And then I go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and I've totally sweat through my white t-shirt and look like a mess. And I just didn't go back and ran home. Um, that was a time where I really did not judge the situation at all correctly. I didn't really recognize that this was a lot different than any parties that I had been to before. Um, and it just kind of shows that Wu Wei is hard. What Confucius is asking us to do is hard, but it doesn't mean that we can't do it. Using ritual and exemplars can help us learn to act appropriately and with the effortless action of Wu Wei. Um, so do you guys wanna talk about a time that maybe you've acted effortlessly as seniors, you've kind of been through everything and are hopefully feeling a lot more confident than I was at that party four years ago. Um, and maybe talk about a moment you realized where everything was just working. Yeah, so an example that comes to my mind is when I had to present speeches in my public health in my public speaking class. During the first speech I had to give, I was very nervous and shaky, but when I presented my last speech, I was very calm and much more composed. So I definitely learned from the first speech to the last. Yeah, so that's really awesome, and I bet that that whole experience and if you had recorded those speeches you could really track the changes that you'd made and the growth you'd achieved over that quarter um that's that's a really valuable class yeah um i think for me it definitely goes back to rowing you know i've been on the rowing team for four years now and we do pretty much the same regattas every year and the last one is wcc's which is our conference championships um, and at this time, like this last race, it was a couple weeks back, and I just remember working on the boat and looking up and being like, wow, I've done this so many times before, and I, now it's just, I'm just doing it now. And I see all these freshmen kind of walking around not really knowing what to do, so I kind of go over and help them and show them, like, this is what you need to do in order to help them get to that level of effortlessness that I had currently experienced. Yeah, that's a really good example and really easy to identify to, especially because in college you have freshmen and seniors, but um, kind of in life afterwards you don't really. But some of those skills, that feeling of being 
uh, totally on top of it and knowing what's going on, that effortlessness, uh, we can remember that and try and cultivate those things into changes and adapting to situations uh, later on. Thank you so much for joining us in our conversation about Confucius. Stay tuned for next time where we will tackle Zhuangzi.